Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Friday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. Thanks for uh, tuning in uh, here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We will start at the bottom of the hour with our friend Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic in Iowa Everywhere. The latest on Iowa State uh, with Chris coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Look forward to that segment. Tom Kakert will kick off hour number two. His fearless forecast was posted on July the 4th, so we'll go over some of that with Tom. I'll pick his brain on why he did X, why he did Y and Z, and what he came up with. So Tom Kakert coming up here at 12.05. And then a friend of the program, Dave Sproud, called it a career at KASI. And Dave's going to join us. We'll talk about um, oh, his coverage of the Cyclones over the years, some of the better teams that he saw. Uh, do that. Maybe some high school stuff in there as well. And I'm guessing the Twins will be a part of it as <laughs> both Condon and Sprower, huge Twins fans. Twins were off last night. They, they were, not? yes. Back in action tonight, as everybody is. So Dave Sproul, and then we'll do our Claxons Barbecue giveaways at some point during the show. We'll give you an opportunity to qualify uh, to win tickets for the Speedway coming up, not next weekend, but the weekend following. Of course, the big concerts uh, taking place as well. And uh, we will do that during this. Be listening for the sounder. We'll do that at some point. But if you don't get through with us, uh, Murph and Andy will have a chance, as will the drive with Heather and Sean, of course, from 3 until 6. So it was, uh, well, it's at that point of the year, right? It's baseball and baseball only if you want to watch live sports on TV. Uh, for the most part, and that's what I did last night. Cubs Brewers, another entertaining game for a four-game series that uh, you know split two apiece. It was mm-hmm. pretty entertaining. All four of those games, and then watch the double dip over on the south side last night. And the White Sox, you may as well get out the shovel and throw a little dirt on them as they get swept by the Blue Jays again. Regardless of how that game would ended, the late game it was going to be an uphill climb for them. Uh, playing in the AL Central or not, uh, this team is just not going anywhere. And Lance Lynn in the first game, my good God, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. He looked like, I mean, it was one of his better games, I'm guessing, in in, in years. The strikeout numbers, just that uh, the curveball, he had a pretty good lineup completely fooled. But it wasn't good enough. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> Extra innings come along and the Blue Jays come to life. Yeah, how about Aaron Bummer, huh? I mean, in a game that's scoreless... Yeah. And then yeah, he gives up six. Yeah, in the 11th. Six in the 11th. Yeesh. It was a long day of baseball yesterday for those two. I watched it to the bitter end, the first and the second game. You know who's good? And I can't remember his name, damn it. For uh, the White Sox? Yeah, no, the broadcaster that fills in for Benetti. Michael starts with an M. He's an sure. ESPN guy. Okay. Uh, and he sounds a little bit like Benetti. Uh-huh. Um, he wouldn't sing the nationwide song with Stone. He drew the line in the sand there. Nationwide is on, uh, as Benetti and Stone do. Um, nope, not doing it. But he's pretty damn good. Huh. I wish I knew his name. Anyways, I don't. Uh, but um, but that was fun. Other than that, those are the games I watched. What'd you do? Let's see. Last night. What was last night? Last night was Thursday. Last night, baseball wise, what was I watching last night? Uh, watch a little bit of the Mariners and Astros. Just seeing if the Mariners can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Get going here. Yep, I'm with you. The Astros are just an entertaining team. Had the Dodgers on late last night. Wasn't a close watch. But yeah, overall, it was a pretty quiet evening. A night at home, something that is mm. seemingly more and more Well, you're getting in the car today, I'm assuming, yep. right? Taking off again. Yep, off to Madison this <laughs> weekend and heading to Wisconsin for the weekend. But What's Madison like other than a non-football? Like going in the summer, it's going to be a pretty cool place to be. It's awesome. It's right on. There's a lake right there. Uh-huh. Uh, the campus is built around it. You have the state capitol there. It's a busy place. It is bustling and buzzing, and it's... Mm-hmm. It's a different experience, obviously, than it is on a football Saturday, or even you go up there for a basketball game. You go through Madison to get to Milwaukee, correct? Yes. Yeah, you 
close to it. You don't go. Yeah, yeah you don't go through the town. <laughs> you but, yeah, you yes. look out. The, we were on the bus going to Milwaukee, going to a Brewers game. Took a boat, uh, uh, busload of uh, listeners here when we first got here in, I don't know, 2006 or seven. Mm-hmm. Miller Park was just built, uh, and it was really cool. But that's as close as I've ever been to Madison was going by. But it looks like in the summertime, that'd be a pretty cool city. If you hit traffic correctly, you can go up through Rockford, and it can be a little bit shorter, but traffic patterns. And yeah, going the Madison way is usually probably so how the far, best. How far of a drive will it be for you? Five? Uh, a little less than that. Yeah. Okay. Looking more at the four range, I think, is what it was when I was looking at the GPS. You know, Let's why see. don't, um, I mean, maybe I'm painting with a pretty broad brush here, but. Four and a half. Four and a half. Well, it's it's easy to go to Kansas City. Or you want to go to Minneapolis for the yep. weekend. You want to go to Chicago for the weekend. What's wrong with going to Milwaukee? It's about the same distance. It's Milwaukee? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess. Where I'm, would you rather go? Chicago, number one. Right. But if you've, if you've checked all of those boxes, you know what city I don't like of that three? I'm not a Kansas City fan. It would definitely be at the bottom of that list for I me. think it is for me, too. I've I think I'd take Omaha over Kansas City. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, okay. they're very similar. Yeah. What's that, uh, what's that district in, in Omaha? There's the a, Old Market? Yeah, that's, I think that's what it is. That, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, Omaha's, Omaha's okay. Yeah. But uh, Milwaukee. As long as you don't get ganked. Is that right? Uh, Omaha's on, on nobody. Or Omaha, Milwaukee's on nobody's list, and there's a professional baseball team and a, and a basketball team that play there. It's Milwaukee, I guess. I would take Minneapolis. I saw the hotel and I saw the ballpark, and that was all I saw. You didn't even go out for a beer. No. In the, you're in Milwaukee. I know. We got hammered at the ballpark. Oh, that'll happen. Just absolutely bombed. I uh, speaking of road trips, just got details back yesterday afternoon from. Wrigley and a possibility of us having rooftop for Friday or for Saturday for the game for the Iowa Northwestern game. So we're going to be doing our show Friday for Merkel's, which is where right by Wrigley. Yeah, Wrigleyville. Okay, it's the Hawkeye. So where where are we going to stay? We're going to stay. I mean, close to there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Wrigley Hotel. Um, possibly depending on rates. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a part of it, too, and seeing exactly how expensive it's going to be. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll find some place in the area. Got a ton of people coming to the game. Talked about maybe even getting an Airbnb, doing something like that. So, yeah, still figuring out those details. But we got the information on Wrigley. So talk to our friends at Circa. They're going to be with us out there <laughs> as they're launching in Illinois. And, of course, the connection here to the state of Iowa. Going to be a really fun time. And taking a look in, you know, it's a little chilly in November with the winds coming off I the lake. I was on a rooftop in October and froze my you-know-what off. But you have the VIP area downstairs. You can with go the in there level. and warm right up. And yes. Now it's a level below, so the uh-huh. viewings, uh, it's kind You're of... You're more watching on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it, exactly. And that's uh, that was uh, the avenue that I took. But, but if it's... It's pretty cool. If it's 20 degrees, mm-hmm. I think we can handle that. Yeah. So yeah, working through some details, and we will have tickets to give away awesome. on Miller and Condon for it. You can hang out with me on the rooftop. You're not going to the game. I'm you? not going to the game. No, no I'm of not course going not. To the game. God forbid. No, let me know how the rooftops go. I'm sure you're. I'm going to Chicago. I'm, I'm going to go there That's and do good. the show and uh, you know get a feel for it because. Um, it's a pretty cool event, right? Pretty cool event. All right, so that's coming up. I do want to get it. Was, we don't have Mike Palm from Circa today. Uh, he is on vacation, but uh, Circa came out, I think, with a uh, pretty cool, I don't know. I mean, I like one of them. I don't like the other one. Uh, everybody's coming out with these. Mike Monaco, thank you, Drew Shipley. Mike Monaco did a nice job of that game. That was the play-by-play guy uh, that I was trying to come up with uh, that filled in for Medeni last night who was uh, having uh, FS1 duties. Mike Monano, very good young broadcaster, a name that you're going to be, I would think, hearing a, a lot about. Anyways, back to Circa. We don't have Circa uh, at 12.05 this week. We'll get back to him last week. They put out a, uh, a, a, I think it's a pretty decent prop. Most wins, most losses in the NFL. Want to get to that uh, with TC coming up here in a minute. See if he took a look at it. See if he thought it was a worthwhile wagering opportunity. We'll do that. But let's get Todd in here. Don't want to keep him holding any longer. Todd, welcome to the show. How are you, Todd? Good. Uh, So you guys were talking, and one of you mentioned about looking at the GPS Mm -hmm. before you travel. And I'm a guy, you know, I I born and raised uh, a, a daughter who played softball. We traveled all over the United States. I have another daughter who's a dancer. We travel all over the United States, and every time we go somewhere, 
not only do I check the GPS, but I look at the map and study the roads of where we're staying, what's close to us, um, you know, what restaurants are around, where I need to go. So when I'm there, I can get around. And my family, my wife, my friends, the the teammates, they would all make fun of me because I would do that. And, and I was beginning to think I was the only person that ever did that. So it's nice to hear someone else does that. And I'm curious what other people think. What do you, I mean, it's. Todd, we're two peas in a pod. I mean, I do it the exact same way. I There's something about maps. I could sit on a long road trip as a young kid mm-hmm. and just look at the map for hours. Really? And not ask how many more, how much longer no, we're there? <laughs> maps were something that were always so interesting. Where we're going, yeah. what's around it, what do I know about it, those kind of things. That was always a huge, huge part for me. And when I'm planning a road trip, when I'm getting ready for it, I'm the exact same way. What's the route? Is there an alternate route? What, what can we do? No, anymore, just plug in your GPS and right. it's up on the screen and, and it's not a big deal. It's not like it once was, but I'm the exact same way. And people think I'm absolutely crazy too when I do that and, and looking and deep in it. Are you looking at a map again? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the how map you, By the way, how would you have liked to have buy, bought stock in Garmin? Well, it was good for a while. Like for a while and then phones, everybody's got one, right? Todd, anything else? No, just thanks for, you know, yeah, what you guys You're do. not alone, Todd. All right. <laughs> See you, brother. You know what I do? I kind of I, t- I take a different approach. Okay. When I find out where I'm staying or uh-huh. something, I call in advance and see. If they have Stella on tap? Uh-huh. <laughs> where the closest dispensary uh-huh. is? Both. Yeah. Yeah. I know that about you. Yeah. Got to have my uh, got to have my Stella. <laughs> where is the closest tap with Stella? Uh-huh. It's as simple as that for you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. Easy you are. to please. Yeah. Give me Stella and a gummy and... Off the bed, I'll go in about a couple hours after that. So anyway, Circuit came out with their most wins, most losses in the NFL. Do you like this, Ben? I certainly don't like the most losses because I saw it yesterday, mm-hmm. and you know I've been very down on Tampa. Though I, I yes. saw a quote from one of their players yesterday, oh, you think we're going to be bad? Just wait how good we are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. 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 They all say that, mm-hmm. right, at one point. But yeah, I saw that bet. I thought it was relatively intriguing. So you're kind of you're searching for value, though. I mean that's what you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And the value? you got to strength the schedule. You got to look at you got to look at schedules. You got to mm-hmm. try and figure out who's in your division. Um, the Chiefs are the favorite to win the most games this season. I mean, it's not a stretch that they're going no. to do that, right? Last year, what did they win last year? Did they win 13 last year, 14 last year? So the Eagles and the Chiefs both won 14 games last year. Uh, Bills won 13, and that was it. So what are, you, what are you looking for if you're trying to find the most wins? Strength of schedule more important or inside your division? I am not a big strength of schedule offseason Because proponent. it changes every year. It does. And the way that it's put together is last year's. So we know in the NFL how quickly things change. Mm-hmm. And because of that... We've had a draft. We've had free agency. We've had retirements. I do like when you do see the strength of schedules that projects as opposed to reacts to what mm-hmm. we saw a season ago. I, I think those ones at least have more weight for me. Now, of course, nobody ultimately knows. If you did, well, you wouldn't be putting things out on Twitter. Right. To keep people yeah. engaging on that. And keeping that to yourself. Exactly. And you'd be out there making some money on it. But that's what I look at the strength of schedule. And I know some, there's some places that do that, that more of a projection of what it will be as opposed to what it was last year. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that you definitely I have to look at when you're doing it, if you're going to do it. Because last year, it just doesn't matter. No, we're, we're going not. to see teams that make big jumps yes. for this year, and and you're going to see that you got the Jets on your schedule. That's a lot different game than it was last year, without a doubt. That's right. It's going to be a lot more difficult than Dif- what you different saw guy under center. Uh, the running back who was tearing up the league before he tore up his knee uh, is going to be back. I mean, the, the receiver's another year older. Oh, by the way, Alan Lazard is there. I, I'm with you. How many games did the Jags win last year? Uh, they, well, they made it to the playoffs. They, they won did. their division last year. They, they won nine. They were nine and eight. They were nine and eight. Yeah. All right. Bad division. That's what I'm looking for too, Trent. Yeah. I want two teams in that, in each division. If I can find two teams that I think that whoever I, I think is going to be ultimately win that division is going to go four and zero against, mm-hmm. or two, you know, the two of them yeah. combined. With them in that division, at minimum, they go five and one, mm-hmm. maybe six and zero. But uh, they were four and two last year in the division. Say they go five and one. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a good jumping off point. Yep, you go right there. The Jaguars, though they did win the division last year, that means the schedule is a little bit more difficult. That would be one that I take a look at. The Jags, all that young talent that finally started to blossom. What we saw from Trevor Lawrence as the season went on, mm-hmm. they had Kansas City on the ropes in the playoffs yep. in Kansas City yep. a year ago. 
that would be one when you're looking a little bit deeper down the board. Yes, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's one of those kind of swallow hard because making <laughs> a jet on, a bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Blake Bortles took him to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean they, that's true. Uh, right away, Mark Brunelli. Mm-hmm. They've now, had don't bring blips. that one up, please. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. That Love was that god one. awful. <laughs> I had Super Bowl tickets two weeks later and thought Ooh. I was home free to see my squad. Didn't happen. No, it didn't. Did not happen. We have seen these types of things though happen throughout the course of the NFL, where teams come out there and do it. Now, the other one's the Eagles, because the NFC is down, uh-huh. as we've talked about here uh-huh. really throughout this summer. The NFC is down, and because of that... I think I, the commanders are going to stink yeah. again. The Giants cannot replicate what they did a year ago, and I don't think they got better in the offseason on top of it. So they were 9-7-1 and one last year. Um, That's a 7-10 and 10 team. Mm-hmm. See, I think the Cowboys... You split with the Cowboys, you're 5-1. and one. If, if assuming you could yes. beat the Giants, same the thing we talked about with Jacksonville, uh-huh. five and one in that division. Does the Chiefs have owned the AFC West, and they were six and zero in it again last year? Isn't this the year? Maybe it's wishful thinking. It is wishful part. thinking. Yes, it is. I mean, does it, but is it? What are these years? They can't continue to dominate the West, can they? I mean, Why don't, not? Did did you? This is what you said every year for twenty years with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. No, not 20. Well, 15. 18. <laughs> it was a long time that you were saying Yeah, that. yeah, true. The Eagles started off great last year. 8-0 start to the season. Lost to the Commanders. Had a little bit of a blip in there. Lost that a great game to the Cowboys late in the season. Yeah. They finished off the year 14-3. and Super healthy last year. They were a healthy team, really, until the end when their offensive line, including Lane Johnson, got banged up towards the end of the season. They were super healthy. That doesn't happen two years no. in a row in the NFL. I know, I know. Uh, Talent-wise, I love the Eagles. I mm-hmm. just one through. Trying to got the best defense in football. I really believe that. You start right there. Uh-huh. You have a dynamic playmaker yep. at quarterback. Yep. You got dudes on the outside at wide you receiver. Do. You have you have a very good offensive line. Yep. You have all the got pieces. everything. They've got everything. Depth. It feels like they have drafted incredibly well. Uh-huh. Where they have backups that are, are working to play. They lost both of their coordinators. That may factor yeah. into it. I, I I don't hate that angle. On the surface, the Eagles would be the easiest uh-huh. bet for me. But those are some of the concerns that I have with Philadelphia. Somebody brought this up to Twitter yesterday when you were talking about your Super Bowl exactas. Uh-huh. Awful chalky. In a, in a league, in a conference, with the NFC being down. Who comes out of nowhere? Because no one, Trent. I can't. And, and that's the problem with this. There are plenty of years where you come in and say, well, there's no favorite. Or, right. There's... After you get through those top, certainly two teams. There's two teams, and then there's a, in my opinion, a huge gap. It's enormous. And we're both, and we're, we're searching, we're grasping for that third team. Is it the Cowboys? Is it the Lions? Is it the Seahawks? And then after that, <laughs> Carolina? No, uh, well, no. I mean, Atlanta? I think Atlanta's going to be a lot better. I've got an over ticket on them. Green Bay, New Orleans? No. Just. It is so difficult, and that's what makes this conversation about the NFC so different than what we normally have. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of years where, yeah, there's a gap, but the gap is so significant. And we're still talking about a 49er team. We don't know who their quarterback is going to be. That's exactly right. We're, we're talking about San Francisco uh-huh. being on this other tier. When we don't know who's going to be under center, uh, oh, by the way, the most important position in all of sports. There are 14 teams uh-huh. in the conference that are so far below them, and we don't know who their quarterback well, is. Let's say it's Brock Purdy. But it is Brock, it's Brock, a healthy Purdy, Brock Purdy. A healthy Brock yes. Purdy. Does he come close to what he did last year? Another the kid's thing. fearless. I'll say this about yeah. him. But we saw, well, we saw a blip in his production. The belief in Shanahan is through the roof, as it should be. He has certainly earned mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. of what he has done with that organization. There's also some there's some warts on his resume too. From as an offensive coordinator in Atlanta mm-hmm. to what we've seen even in San Francisco, mm-hmm. there are still some warts on there too. And maybe this year it just it doesn't click. There's also a team that is built with some older guys, some veterans. Mm-hmm. George Kittle has never been healthy. He's Rarely true healthy throughout the course yeah, of the season. He's, he's, you can probably count on him missing a handful of games every year. You put the over under at thirteen and a half games played. Oh, I take the under. Yeah, I would too. That's the that's why way he's been. Yeah. But the weapons they've got there. I mean, Christian McCaffrey might be the best running back in the game. He's right? different. Debo Samuel. I this kid from Arizona. Uh, um, uh, Brandon um, Ayuk. Um, he is as gifted a receiver as you've got. I mean, they are loaded. The quarterback. 
but the quarterback. And that's what you keep going back to. And if Trey Lance has fallen as far as they have, you know who you know who said Sam Darnold Sam would Darnold, be number yeah. two. Sam Darnold might start the season. Sam Darnold might start the season. What he, have you heard lately on Purdy, by the way? That he's ahead of schedule. Ahead of schedule. That everything's that, that going, was the last thing that I said. Everything's yeah. hunky dory. All good. All good. That they anticipate he's mm-hmm. going to be the guy. Yep. We're still talking about Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. He, who got engaged, by the way, over the weekend. Did <laughs> you see that, the yeah. Good for him. Still, we don't see this happen very often in the NFL. Yeah. Was it perfect circumstances a year ago? What happens when he struggles for the first time? He didn't have that last year. Nope. There's not one quarterback ever that has not had some kind of struggle yep. at some point yep. in their career. What happens when those struggles come? Mm-hmm. How does he react? How does the team react? Oh, we got this little guy out there. He's no, Mr. The Rel- team loves him, Trent. The team loves him. When you're winning. And they were. Mm-hmm. We'll see when they hit that first time where... Is Trey Lance even on the roster once we get to week number one? I think he has to be still. Boy, they gave up a King's Ransom yes, to move up to get him, and now he's not even the guy. No. He, I mean, as we sit here Injuries. today, he's number three on the depth chart. Yeah. Behind Sam Darnold and Mr. Irrelevant Brock. Can you call him Mr. Irrelevant anymore? I mean, he's always going to have that moniker. It, it'll but, always be there. It'll always be there. I mean, there, there will never be a Mr. Irrelevant that reaches the heights in his rookie campaign as Brock Purdy did. Right, absolutely. I mean, most of them aren't going to make the roster. The one that I like is most losses in the regular season. But isn't, I mean, as, as we're saying, well, okay, I'm anxious to hear you out. Go ahead. Here's my thought with the Cardinals. They're the betting favorite three to one. Uh huh. Are they just giving Kyler a redshirt year? Are they just saying we're playing for the number one pick? Here's the well, way. If they're giving a redshirt year, they're giving him his papers out of town. Well, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, and on top of it, because if you get the one or the two pick, look, we've seen Arizona before draft a quarterback at number ten and say, you know what, we don't want you. We've got a, we got the first overall pick. Uh-huh. We're turning to be Kyler Murray. How'd that work out? Very quickly making the move uh-huh. from Rosen and saying, nope, this is not the guy. Right. Let's trade him off to Miami, and away we go, and mm-hmm. we'll roll the dice again with another quarterback. We know the top of the draft and what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Kyler's healthy. Williams may. May Williams, whatever order you want. Williams may. I think so. Middle November, he's back. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. Mm-hmm. A, is Kyler fine just sitting out, missing a whole season? What's Colt McCoy done with the team so far? So far? They're 2-11. Two two <laughs> Jesus. No, or, you, no, you don't want to put him in. You don't want to risk losing the. You don't. Want, that hurts your franchise, Trent. If you put it back in, what if he wins a couple of games? Well, and, and I get it's the NFL. Look what Houston did last year, yes. for God's sakes, messing around on the final drive of the regular season. And Davis Mills, who did he find? I mean, some some ridiculous fourth and twenty, <laughs> and and they they scored a touchdown on it. Lovey helping out Chicago one oh, final unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. I had given them the number one pick mm-hmm. with that win. And it's the NFL. These guys are still trying. They're still yeah. going to do that. We've They're seen pros. plenty of these pros. all throughout. Yeah. We're talking about six, seven weeks. Or maybe you find out, you know, Kyler is our guy. Or maybe he, you talk to the doctor and say, you know what, don't clear him. But if you're Kyler, and if you know also that you're going to be on your way out, don't you want to show, hey, I still have these skills. Or I've improved. I've made these improvements. I've done this. I have, I have learned from my past issues. And I have become a different kind of quarterback mm-hmm. because what that can mean and who you're going to what end up What team's he playing season. for in three years? Three years. I think it's an easy answer. Kyler Murray is playing for the Houston Texans. Nope. Las Vegas. Why is that? A's. Oh, back to baseball. Wow. Back to baseball played for the A's. I, 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 my mind did not go there. Right? He's missed a little time. He has missed a little time. Gotta get that timing back. Well, we'll see. It's 1125. Chris Williams will join us next. Right now, though, it's time for another $1,000 home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. Uh, and the pop-up box will appear, and once it does, type in the keyword bank. It's your chance to win $1,000. Bank at KXNO.com. Bank at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Bank KXNO.com. Don't forget, be listening for the sounder. That's you. your cue to call. We'll be looking for number four, but you got to wait for the sounder. Uh, when you do, you'll get a $25, if you're caller number four, $25 gift certificate from Hy-Vee and qualify to win those tickets to the Speedway, to the pre-race concert, the post-race concert. Unbelievable night coming up in Newton. Your chance to win. If you don't get them with us, you'll have an opportunity with Murph and Andy. And then- with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Later on in the day with uh, Heather and Sean is they take you home from 3 until 6. Miller and Condon underway on a Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.9. To our website for details. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Working on Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic. Talk a little Iowa State with Chris here coming up once uh, we line him up, and I'm sure that we will take a look at, uh, well, next week, Media Days uh, for the Big 12. going to be a little bit busier than it has in previous years with all of those uh, new teams coming. A lot of storylines, I'm assuming, coming out uh, of the Media Days that uh, take place Wednesday and Thursday of next week. I still think it's earlier than it used to be. I thought that this was, I mean, the SEC was always the get in front of everything. They went first. Um, and then, you know, kind of filled in the blanks and seemingly the Big Ten would bring down the curtain. They'd, uh, they'd be the last ones. But um, whatever the case, uh, glad that it is upon us. We'll get to, Maybe we'll get some news because you know that Matt Campbell is going to be asked uh, just the very latest on uh, the rumors that are out there surrounding some of the personnel on his team. And when he is asked that question, I mean, it's kind of a simple answer, right? It's an ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. There's really not much we can say. Because you know he's going to be asked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it'll be asked many different ways uh-huh. from a variety of different media members. But ultimately, that will have to be the response. Though there were some rumblings that maybe some coaches were going to find out officially today. Oh, really? But, again, this is message board rumblings. Uh. How far do you take it? I saw that on one of the Iowa wrestling boards. We will see on that front if that is something that actually comes to fruition mm-hmm. or if it's just a guy throwing stuff. Because there them. are there Iowa wrestlers. Oh, yeah. 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 They're, they're going to be impacted. Pretty Iowa State wrestling as well. Yes. Iowa State wrestling is going to be, be hit hard. Iowa wrestling is going to mm-hmm. be hit pretty hard. You saw Iowa very active in the portal, including a couple of places where, boy, I didn't think they needed somebody at that weight. Yeah. And you know what? It may turn out that they don't now that we know the parameters, mm-hmm. right? But I guess, you, I mean, you've got to be. Um, you know, proact instead of react because of what if it was, what if they did drop the hammer mm-hmm. and, you know, just lick your finger and stick it in the air and see which way the wind's blowing. And that's kind of how the NCAA has always been with this. Uh, but there's a new sheriff in town and maybe that has something to do with uh, the way he's running things. Maybe just, just got a message from Williams. He's camping and he is getting absolutely no cell service right now. <laughs> he said, it's not ringing towards me and trying to call out. He is not getting it. So not sure if we're going to get uh, Chris, but I wanted to, uh, take a look at the Big 12 media poll that came out yesterday. That okay. came out, of course, right after we go off the air. I mean, doesn't it always seem yeah, to happen really. that way yeah. that something like that comes out? Start at the top. Texas is the choice to win the Big 12. I think it's fair. You do? Yeah. I mean, but, besides can... talent, because they always have talent. True. Besides talent. And I'm guessing that's not the first time they've been the choice, oh, and, they haven't, and they haven't uh, lived up to being the choice. I told you a few weeks back, mm-hmm. I rarely buy into the hype of Texas. Mm-hmm. I got to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to see it. Mm-hmm. And we just haven't seen it. And it was starting to buy in. And then take a look at the Texas Longhorn schedule this year. Give me a moment. Because it is incredibly difficult. Well, they got to go to Alabama. I know that. But it. That doesn't matter, but yeah, they have, they have that, but that doesn't matter, obviously, as it pertains to winning the Big 12 or getting gotcha. to the conference championship game. Yep. But yeah, so 
Week me, two gets get, Alabama. Hang on a second. Let me hang on a second. Hang on a second. There's so many teams down in the Big 12. Uh, go ahead. So, you got that Alabama matchup. Yeah. Like you mentioned. But let's just take a look at the Big 12 slate. Mm-hmm. And also... With the thought. Who, who did they draw for who the new... Oh, Houston, BYU, back-to-back weeks. So, the way that this... Texas is who everybody wants to be. Mm-hmm. Because of their arrogance. Mm-hmm. Because of the horns down. Yeah. Because of just Texas, for all intents and purposes, ruining this conference over the last 15 years with the Longhorn Network yep. Yep. and the infighting yep. and the looking around, and ultimately, they depart. Yep. The reason that Nebraska and Texas A&M and, to a lesser degree, Missouri left the Big 12... It's because, no, it's because of it's Texas. It's because of Texas. No, I'm not even sure to a lesser degree. It had a major impact, especially Nebraska. Oh, no, no. I meant Missouri to a lesser degree. Gotcha. Compared to the other two. Okay. There's no doubt. Yeah. The reason that A&M and Nebraska left that conference mm-hmm. is for one major reason, mm-hmm. and it's the Texas Longhorns and everything that they got. How they moved the conference offices to Texas. Yeah. And that was to yeah. appease them. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Everybody wants one more shot at the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. And you go to Baylor. Remember Baylor was the pick last year to win the conference crown? I, I do. It was a big disappointing year yep. for them. Yep. A step back from what we saw. Dave Aranda, one more shot. And you're going on the road to Baylor to do it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a difficult game. I agree. Kansas. Mm, they struggle. They struggle in Lawrence. Game two, is in Austin, is it not? Two years ago, that was a battle that went down to the wire, and then we saw that fullback slash tight end uh, yeah, kid yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, get yep, in yep, and, yep. and beat the Longhorns. Yeah, I thought for a while that Kansas was going to be. Yep, you remember that, Trent. And Leipold, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. things started to mm-hmm. turn with that program. Oklahoma after that. Well, it's going to be a good game. It's Texas will be favored. Texas will be favored. Yep. But it's not an easy one. No. No. After the bye week. This will be the Houston Cougars' mm. only chance yeah. to take on Texas, and they get them at home. Mm-hmm. Huge matchup. I don't think Houston's very good. Still, right. their one shot yeah. to beat Big Brother. That's when, when the schedule came out, that was their circle. That BYU, was the game they circled. This is, I believe, the only layup on this schedule. The only layup that they have in conference is a home for BYU. Mm-hmm. K-State after that. Where? 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 It's in Austin. Ah, too bad. Too it's in bad. Austin. K-State is my pick to win the conference. I, I think that these two teams will play for the conference championship. K-State, November 4th. What mm-hmm. a great game that's mm-hmm. going to be. Then you go to TCU. Oh, my. How well has TCU played against Texas? And not very good TCU teams as well uh-huh. have played really well against Texas. And again... So you're telling me you're a little bit down on Texas as opposed to where you were at? November 18th, a team that maybe is disappointing and they come limping in at... Six and four, even seven and three. You got to come up to Ames in the middle of November. Think this group's excited about that one? <laughs> Toughness has not exactly been a huge component of Texas football mm-hmm. over the last 15 mm-hmm. years. And now you got to come up and deal with that. Was it the Texas game that there was the in Ames on a Thursday night? Wasn't there a. <sighs> Texas was going in, there was a fumble. I think I'm right. And a cyclone picked up the ball and was running untouched. Yes, yes. and they blew no, it dead. And they blew yes, it dead. Absolutely. Yeah, I was up. That was the only game I've been in. No, I've been into another one. But I was in the press box for that one. Yeah, were that you? Thursday night game. How many years ago was that? when they wore the bugle helmets, Iowa State did. Did they? They looked like the bugle snacks. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the helmets. I remember the play. Yeah, absolutely. You got that one right. And blew it dead. And Texas I was prevailed. Thinking, they couldn't move the football at all that day either. That Texas defense had them. Yeah, but but I was facing the football game in a big yeah. time way. Jacob Park was not good. Mm. He came strolling in with the long hair, he looking the good. Chains. The ESPN <laughs> got the Park. camera out of a Jacob did, Park. Where did he leave to? Do you remember? I don't uh, remember what like happened. Missouri there. Baptist or I'm something not sure like that. Where he ended up. And then it's Texas Tech to wrap things up. It's at home. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech very well could be playing themselves to get that could be a win and in game to get to the Big Twelve Championship. I hate Shuck. I just. <laughs> You hate him? Well, I hate a little. Jeez. I mean, no, I don't hate the what person. What did he do? Did he kick Jet? <laughs> no, but no. Um, he's just—he's he, he's way too overhyped every single year. Is he overhyped, or we just know him because it feels like he's been around for? Well, a he has been. I mean, that's that's who uh, Iowa State played uh, in the Fiesta Bowl, right? Oregon and Tyler Shuck. That's a daunting schedule. It is pretty tough, Trent. Now that you mention that, that. is a really mm-hmm. tough schedule mm-hmm. with the. 
extra nugget mm-hmm. that everybody is going to be they motivated. They have to go to, to Baylor. They have to go to TCU. Too bad they don't have to go to Manhattan. K-State's going to be there. K-State is the second choice there. No problem with that. I think they got it right. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma at third? Are we sure? No. Absolutely I'm not. I'm not sure Venables can coach. I, I'm right there I, with I, you. I know he can coach a defense. Mm-hmm. He's a weird duck. Yeah. He is different. There is also a reason that it took him a long time. So they go to Cincy, then host Iowa State, the Texas game, UCF, back-to-back roadies, Kansas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia's on the schedule, too bad, <laughs> at BYU, at so TCU. We hmm. also have Texas Tech as the, I guess, the chic pick, if you're going something a little bit off going the board. Going off the board? Do you believe it this quickly? I, I like what McGuire we saw a year ago. Remember, they won. They had a winning record in the Big 12 for the first time in like 12 years, something like that, last year. They've had plenty of seven and five seasons yeah. and sixes and yeah. sixes and, and getting into the game. But that was, I thought, really, really surprising with Texas Tech. So the Red Raiders bring back a ton. Basically everybody offensively, most everybody defensively, including up front. You spent some time with your nose and Phil Steele last night, didn't I, I you? I did, and... It was the Big 12. When this came out, it felt like, I think the media got this wrong. I so think, who are they missing? Well, that's the problem. I mentioned Baylor. A disappointing year, bounce back from two years ago. I started diving. I, I, want, I look deep at Oklahoma State. I just, I can't come no, up I'm with not, a realistic I'm scenario. Either. I'm not there. Now, these are also the years that we've seen plenty of times, mm-hmm. that this is the time that Gundy all of a sudden puts it all together and they're right there. I just couldn't do it. It, it was it was Baylor for me that I kept coming back. I to. remember one year we did this exercise and went went crazy and it uh, when it came to the Big Ten West we mentioned every team but Wisconsin Wisconsin rolled. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem. So maybe we should just yeah. Baylor brings back Blake Shapen. What do you think of Shapen? I like I liked him two years ago. Yes, I like him. I don't love him. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He is fine. With a team that returns a couple of tackles, returns a lot defensively. We know that's what Dave Aranda is built on, is what they do on the defensive side of the football. If I'm going, I'm not going Texas Tech if I'm looking for that off-the-board type of pick or a little bit deeper. Baylor is the one that I keep coming to. I believe in Aranda. I believe in the team. It did not obviously go well last year as the favorite, but that would be the one that I continue to look at. K-State Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. I, think I like your game. I think that's where I'm trending right now. Texas, prove it. Venables, mm-hmm. prove it. Tech, still maybe a year away. Mm-hmm. And you hate Taylor, Tyler Shuck. I do. I mean, I don't hate the person. I just hate the quarterback. <laughs> oh, I just don't man. trust the quarterback. Poor Tyler Shuck. What did he ever do to you? No, I know. TCU, the kid that beat out Duggan last year, is going to yep. be back. Um, They're picked fifth. Baylor six. I would say season. I would say it was worth ten, nine or ten. Tenth, tenth, behind Central Florida and, and Kansas. Kansas. Is that disrespectful? Is that no, no, a one year blip? No, I don't think so. I don't. Hmm. They're so difficult. Kansas's arrow is pointing up. It is. I think it might have the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. Absolutely, so dynamic. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute game changer. And Lance Leipold, mm-hmm. dude's a stud. I wonder how long he's going to stay there. Takes over for Kirk Ferentz. <laughs> you threw that name out the other day when we were talking yeah, about that. Yeah, because I was talking about Kleiman. I mean, I think that has to be a call. LeVar Woods, Kleiman, uh-huh. those are two. Leipold certainly going to be on that list also. How old is he? That's Leipold, I would anticipate. Early 50s? He graduated college in 86. So oh, he's younger he's than Late 50s? Uh, 59. 59. Mm-hmm. One more run. Did it at Whitewater for a really long time. Did it at Buffalo. Buffalo. After Turner Gill got it, turned around a little bit, he came in and built him up to another level. And he has not exactly gone to the the highest of levels to win. He's taken some difficult jobs and done a a really good job there. BYU 11, Houston 12, Cincinnati 13. And West Virginia. And West Virginia. Is that the free square? I mean, Neil Brown, why didn't they fire him? Is it a money thing? Was it as simple as that? I don't recall, Trent. Uh, we all thought that that was going to be the one, speaking of free square, we're talking about mm-hmm. the, uh, last year. Uh, if there's going to be a firing in the conference, it was going to be him. I don't know. I'm not sure. Garrett Green last year played 
backing up JT Daniels. There, there and Daniels one... moved on again, didn't he? Yeah, he showed up at... Where did he show up? I don't up? know, but boy, he's been everywhere. There was one game where I, I watched Green, I'm like, I think they got something here. And there was a couple of games where he was just brutal. Mm-hmm. I think he was like under 50%. What's passing. the home schedule for them? Because that's always a tricky spot. They get, Who do they host? They get Tech coming in. They get Okie State coming in, BYU, and Cincinnati. Yuck. Yeah. They have to go to TCU, Houston, Central, Oklahoma, and Baylor. Mm, so they've got the four, the five roadies and four home games. And they open up the road at Penn State. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's opening week? That's how they open up. They also have Pitt on the schedule this year. Uh, I like that. So they're going to play 11 power conference Jesus. games this year. Where um what day is the uh, is the Penn State game on on uh, not Saturday of Labor Day weekend? It's Saturday. It is Saturday. I think that might be the NBC night game. Is that what it is? I know there's serves. something special about it. Yeah. You know, I think you're right, Trent. I think you're right. Um I remember there was a release on it. That's why it stayed with me that there's something special about it. That's why I asked you if it was a Friday or is that Sunday? Um I think I think you might be right. Anyways, we will uh, take our time out, come back, finish up the hour. Uh, we are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Baseball Life. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. See, this band's going to get together one more time, do one more farewell tour. They got another one in them. They got huh? one more in them. Uh, Keep hell, cash hell and them fr- checks. Hell freezes over was the one when they first all got back together, uh-huh. and I think there's been another farewell tour, and then they're going to have one more farewell tour. They coming to Des Moines? Oh, I'm sure they will. You going to go? No, I'm sure. I've, I've, I did one. I did when they were here. Um, glad I did. Terrific band. Once was enough. Yeah, I think so. I think once was enough uh, to to see them. No desire really to go back. No. You know, speaking of going back, I went back in time yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. At least I felt like I did. So I went. I went and had lunch with a friend of mine yesterday. Oh, I thought the- you were talking about it post eight thirty. No, he had some kind of buzz no. that was no. no. Well, okay. yeah. uh, it was my twenty fifth wedding anniversary yesterday. Congratulations! Yeah. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. I got told about it yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Yeah. You really didn't remember? I had the- no clue. No the clue. date? No. Well, I no. remember the day. I just, you know. It didn't connect. It with didn't you. connect. No, it didn't connect. Maybe too many gummies. No. We got married in Vegas. We we got in the back of, I'll never forget this. This is so embarrassing. Um, we, were in a lim- we were in a limo, mm-hmm. right? And we went through the drive through Oh, absolutely. So you don't even have to leave the limo. Mm-hmm. And the preacher gets in, or whatever the guy's name is. He kind of looked like that guy from uh, SNL. Um, you know, the whole get up, what he's wearing. And he did his thing, blah, 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 read the vows and everything. And and then he sat there. Uh-huh. And he kept sitting there. You're like, we're done here, sir. Right. Like, we're, didn't you just say it's all over? And he can't, he wouldn't leave. And then it dawned on me why he wouldn't leave. You better get a 20 out there. Exactly. Get that tip. Exactly. Speaking of getting that money. And, and I'm a pretty good tipper uh-huh. because I, I'd hate to be, you know, um, outed as not. Right. But I had no idea you have to tip the, I don't know, you don't call him a minister, do you? The, 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 Reverend. The officiant. It's a minister because you're ordained. Well, that's what you Were are. Were we in Clark County? 
Are you still? Does it still? My wife, when she gets mad at me, says it doesn't count. Because <laughs> we got married. But anyways, going back in time, um, I ate lunch at Noah's Ark yesterday. Man, I haven't been there in a while. Trent, you know what? It hasn't changed since the last time you were there. Yeah. This place, I looked at the pizza box and I brought one home. Um, 1947, it was built. I'll guarantee you that some of the stuff that was on the walls in 1947 <laughs> or the chairs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It looks the same. It's like I was going back into, uh, you know, the panel in the rec rooms everybody used to have, oh, the wood paneling. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that place, too. I need to hit that one up again. Yeah. And I, you know what? I didn't, I think I'd only been there once before. I had no idea as big as it is. It is huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away it's from right us. It's right that's just, uh, you know, out the back door. And, right. I don't know, 100 yards maybe to the west. One need to put back on the list. Oh. I love those kind of places, the old school Italian yes. places and so many different things that you can get. Great food. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, they got an extended menu, no <laughs> doubt about that. Well, there will be no going back in time for Northwestern football because one of their big team building exercises is no more. Right, the Kenosha trip? The trip to Kenosha that they took every single year, mm-hmm. starting back when Pat Fitzgerald was a player, mm-hmm. is when that started. And part of the two-game suspension that was handed down to Fitz today by the university... Two-week suspension. Yeah, two-week suspension, correct, yeah. Was that it was going to be no more, that this is going to be off the table. So this is where the Malfians apparently happened? That is at least, or maybe started, Okay, was something that this was something that are away from the university, Mm -hmm. away from extra sets of eyes. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of interesting nuggets I thought in here, including that there will be an online reporting tool... For student-athletes to anonymously report incidents of potential hazing or hazing-related concerns. That makes a ton of sense. In fact, why doesn't every university yeah, have that? Yeah, it seems pretty simple, right? Why doesn't every high school have yeah, that? Yeah, seems pretty simple. Why doesn't every middle school have mm-hmm. that? And unfortunately, why doesn't every elementary school mm-hmm. have that? Cut down on the bullying, maybe? Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. is something that needs to be not just a Northwestern is, University thing. Is he in trouble? Yes. I mean, what would it take for him to, to lose his gig there? And look at the look at the opportunities that he's let pass by. Bears? I mean, for sure, mm-hmm. for absolute certain, they wanted him, um, and some bigger name schools wanted him. But this team is this is uh, what he's done the last four years: three and nine, seven and two in twenty twenty, three and nine, one and eleven. Mm-hmm. They have not I, I, won a game on American soil. Since they, oh, they knocked off they Rutgers. Not, they beat Nebraska in Ireland last year, yes. didn't they? That's right. Rutgers in October of 2021, the last time they won a game wow. on American soil. Yeah, he's in trouble. They have a new stadium. Yes, good point. It is an incredibly difficult place and, to get And relatively to new facilities. Yes, with the Which is a gem. And has not hit uh-huh. the uptick that they anticipated mm-hmm. this was going to lead to on the football recruiting side of things. Yeah, he's in trouble. He's a legend. Yep. He's done things that are incredibly difficult yep. to do at Northwestern. But Replace, would you say, a legend? Yeah. I would think, right? Yeah. And has done a pretty good job. Uh-huh. But as he has done as well as you can, I believe, at Northwestern. Yeah. But it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. When you do this three out of four years, and if you look at another two and ten, three and yeah. nine, new stadium, you hate to do it because... It's also Northwestern. Right. Who are you going to get? That's going to be better. That's going to be yeah. better. It's yeah. difficult to find that person. And if they are better, you know that they're going to want to run, and the guy that you've got had that opportunity. He stayed because he's loyal to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had opportunities to move mm-hmm. on. And plenty of calls from bigger colleges. Yep. Better football programs. Way better. And the NFL is called, too. And he has stayed there mm-hmm. because that's where he wants to be. Did they get a transfer quarterback? Their uh, quarterback is Ben Bryant out of Cincinnati. The Cincinnati quarterback from a year ago. Their quarterback play has been awful. awful. And they've brought in some guys. It's been Spencer Peters like. (laughs) Yeah. You you know awful quarterback play, Trent. I've seen it. You've seen it, yes. Yes. Nobody has to. I have 20-20 vision when it comes to awful quarterbacks because we've seen it now for quite a while. And yet Kaker is going to join us to kick off the second hour of the program. He thinks that's the trip up for Iowa this year. Against Northwestern. Well, it wouldn't surprise you, right? That game over in Wrigley's 13-10 in the fourth quarter and something dumb happens. Yeah, absolutely that can happen. There's always It's one, happened too many times. I know. There's always one. I just don't think it's that team. Maybe it's Sparty. I mean, if you got to find one, 
I, I, I just I just don't think it's Northwestern. What I about really Minnesota? Don't. Isn't Fleck due? Isn't Minnesota's a Because he hasn't beaten Ferentz? They haven't won in Kinnick since 1999. You said that the other day, and I thought you must be wrong, and I looked it up, and you were right. 1999, the last time that the Gophers won in Kinnick. And there's been so many close games, mm-hmm. so many games that the ball has just bounced the way, the right way for Iowa. Dumb decisions that led to victories mm-hmm. for Iowa. Jack Campbell last year just making a play. Oh, my. It is ultimately Minnesota's going to beat Iowa. This is not going to happen in perpetuity. That's the one that I keep coming back to. And yes, I understand it's in Kinnick. And yes, I like the Iowa roster a whole lot more than I like the Minnesota roster. But that's when you're looking at kind of those trip up games where where's it going to come? Where's going to be that game out of nowhere that they fall? Could it be Purdue again? And with the new coaching staff and obviously the domination for Brom that we've seen over Ference until last year, I think a lot of people said, well, now it's right back on the automatic win. Daryl Hazel beat the Hawkeyes and Kirk <laughs> yeah, Ferentz. That's right. So yeah. it's not just a Jeff Brom thing that he suddenly had Ferentz's number, and that's I the think, only reason. Trent, I think that's more likely than Northwestern. I do, too. I would say that. That game's also in Kinnick, though, as opposed to yeah, Wrigley. And yeah. um, maybe something goofy's happened in Wrigley that day. Remember the year that they played Illinois and they all both had to kick mm-hmm, in the same direction? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're on a rooftop, you're not going to see one of the end zones, I don't oh, think. Oh, no, no, no. Are I, they? I have picked the correct rooftop. Oh, you have? Oh, yes, yeah, I have. Yes, I have. Made sure of that. Make sure the oh, viewer good. experience. If you're in one of the right field ones, yeah, that end zone right. is going to be covered up. The one that I have chosen for us is in left field, and you get clear viewing of everything. And what are, what are, this, uh, what are they charging for that? Have they put a price point on it yet? Yeah, for that one, it was like 225 plus taxes, so about 250 And that's all your food and drinks. All your food and drinks included yep. in it. Here's the other part. The... And Trent, if it's like the one I was in, uh-huh. this just isn't like boiled wieners in a bun. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's good food. It's really good. Yeah. Really good food. The other part is when you look at this, to get in right now, you go to StubHub, you mm-hmm. go to Tippex, you go to wherever your ticket place is. The cheapest ticket that I found yesterday when I was looking was three twenty before really? fees. A piece. 200 bucks with full food and drink. I mean, I'm going to have a few beers when I'm there anyway. <laughs> Maybe a few more since they're already paid for. They're free. And a chance to warm up. That sounds pretty good to me. And your own uh, facilities, yes. restroom facilities. When you're drinking that many yeah. beers, they go through you a little quicker. No, look, at there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, uh, positives by being on the rooftops. And if you've got the right view, that moves the needle even further. Hour two next, Tom Caker. Dave Sproul's going to say goodbye to us at 1230 Miller and Condon, 101.5.